Hello, hello, and welcome back to the EggCast. It's been quite a while, I think, since the last time that I uploaded. (laughs) I uploaded a podcast, and um, I finally invested a little bit of money into getting an actual podcast microphone. So I hope that the episodes from now on will be a lot clearer and easier to listen to. Thank you guys for really, excuse me, for really supporting me and being there and listening to the podcast, even with a lot of background noise and um, with a lot of distortion. (laughs) Um, So you guys are the real ones. And um so I can't believe it's almost the end of twenty twenty one. Like we only have a little bit more than one week until this year is over. And that's crazy um, to think about. I don't know if anybody else is a little bit in shock like I am. Um, and it's kind of discouraging because it seems like everyone's getting sick again. Um, I'm actually a lot better. I got a, a cough um, that like really almost took me down. It wasn't COVID, but it was just um, a cough that I got. I really think it was from a guy that I was riding on the bus with because he was coughing the whole time, but there was no other seat. And, you know, I was I was on the, the Greyhound, which <clears throat> if you don't know what that is, you haven't missed out. <laughs> and if you do know what it is, you know, you know how it is. So, um, but anyway, um, yeah, I hope I don't like cough during this podcast or or anything but um yeah I thought I thought it would be cool to kind of look back on this year and um just talk about some self-growth some insights uh some self-awareness um you know and and you know the the reason why I share a lot of these things about what I'm what I'm growing in or what I've learned is because I want to be able to be relatable to other people that are going through the same things and and I would like to be an encouragement to you guys if you relate to what I'm saying um that's really the main reason why I listen to podcasts and I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I just listen to, um, two or three regularly. And, um, it's always when I hear something that is so relatable that I I don't know, it just reminds me that I'm not alone. And it reminds me that there are other people on this journey. It also is so encouraging to hear people that are a little bit ahead of me that have gone through difficult things, um, that have been on this journey of um, knowing themselves and they're in such a happy place right now. That sounded weird, but you know, like they're, 
they're in a good place. And um, that's encouraging for me to hear. And I hope that um, in some way, what I share on here can be an encouragement to you guys. If not, <clears throat> maybe I just say some funny things and make you laugh and that's fine too. <laughs> so um, without further ado, let's um, dive into a little bit more of my rambling. Um, so I've learned a lot about being self-aware um, this year, but I've finally really been able to implement that into my life. And a big part of that for me is uh, meditation and journaling. And in in the beginning, and, and for a really long time, meditation was very difficult. I didn't really understand um, how to how to do that. Um, I thought you just had to really focus on like something blank and just let your thoughts um, try to erase your thoughts. Um, I started listening to this meditation app by Sam Harris, which explained a lot about what meditation is. Um, I would definitely recommend that. Uh, one of my mentors recommended that to me, and I'm really thankful um, that like that kind of started things for me and, and was like, okay, this is what meditation is. A lot of it, and I'm not an expert on it still, and I might not ever be, but a lot of it is observing your thoughts and letting your thoughts go, not trying to control your thoughts, not trying to control your feelings, but just allowing yourself to be in that moment and allowing yourself to feel those things. And that is like really big. It can be really difficult for some people and can be difficult for most people. But, you know, depending on the way that you grew up, depending on your background, allowing yourself to feel emotions and allowing yourself to be in the moment was really difficult for me especially because of the life that lifestyle that I've lived where I'm always traveling I'm always um uprooting my life and moving to another place you know every few months usually um when I was growing up it would be every six months to a year um, we would be moving back to America for two months and then and then we would go back to China and it was a lot um, on me but I haven't realized and I didn't realize until recently how that really was um, integrated into the way that I see things or it became a part of how I view things how I view commitments how I see long-term relationships, all of that can be connected to your lifestyle, your upbringing. And I love that I was able to travel and meet new people and that I am, you know, I, I can really kind of live anywhere, um, I feel like, from that experience. Um, but I realized that it also affects the way that I see things that aren't material like even in the psychological world in the world of emotions the world of relationships um that affects you know how I approach those things and um so meditation was definitely a big step for me to be able to say okay I'm gonna feel these emotions and I'm gonna be in this moment 
and I'm not going to stress about what I'm going to do next, but I'm going to listen to this music and I'm going to journal and I'm going to do deep breathing. Like, um, that's really how I meditate. I don't do a lot of, um, more advanced things. Um, burning incense does help, um, because it's calming and I like, I like the smell. <laughs> it's also a better alternative than cigarette smoke, <laughs> which can be calming, but might give you cancer. So, um, all that to be said, um, I used to not really like the smell of incense, um, because it was very connected to, um, like I, I smelled it a lot in, in China and around temples and, you know, um, in front of shrines and it was very connected to like the Chinese Buddhism, which I'm, I'm not saying I have something, you know, really against that, but a lot of times there was, um, kind of an, a negative energy, um, connected with that, at least that I sensed and, um, and it might have even just been that that particular instance, like I didn't like the smell, but it, it was connected to a lot of like, um, kind of, um, the, the idea of, you know, I need something. So I'm going to beg God to, to bless me or to give me this and, um, a very, like in my mind, and I'm not saying that's exactly what it is for everyone, but you know, it's, it's all about kind of your own connotations, like what you connect it to. And so for me, it was kind of connected to, um, people desperately, you know, asking a higher being for help. And that wasn't really something positive in, in my mind. Um, but anyway, that, that might've been a little bit of a rabbit trail there but once again self-awareness so realizing you know the connection there and kind of being more open to being like oh well you know maybe I'm not against all incense or you know that idea of meditation doesn't have to be religious it can be a spiritual practice or it can just be you know a psychological pro like um can you say psychological process anyway I, I think you guys get what I mean um but so being able to do that has really helped me. Um, this idea of being grounded, of being able to know um, how you feel and why you react to certain people in certain situations in different ways. Um, it's all so important um, and it's so connected to being self-aware. Um, it's being able to identify where your feelings come from. I, a lot of times, have learned to suppress those emotions. And I think for a long time, I thought that emotions and feelings were negative or positive themselves. Like, that's a bad feeling or that's a bad you know, that's a good feeling or that's a bad emotion. That's a good emotion. And, um, recently over the past year or two, I really realized that emotions aren't, um, negative or positive in of themselves. It's really what you connect them to. So really our emotions and feelings are neutral, um, and 
you should be allowed to feel those um, feelings and, and those emotions. And that's really freeing to be able to realize that. Because that also means that, you know, um, you're able to be there for yourself and you're, be able, you're able to listen and you're able to experience human emotions, which we're, we're supposed to do, you know, like if we don't have those feelings, if we don't have emotions, um, then we're almost just like robots and, um, I think some people might be thinking, oh, well, then that's too extreme. Like, you can't allow yourself to feel all of your emotions, you know, and, and whatever. Um, but I'm not saying that I, I'm talking about the first step and being able to acknowledge your emotions and feelings and not what you do with them, because that's that's a whole different um, topic. But I think it's very important to be able to um, be honest with yourself and experience those emotions and then I really think the second step is to realize where those are coming from um and the the connection that they have to your family or your friends or your background or your experiences you know your lifestyle um because we really when we view a situation when we view something it's always through the lens of past experience and um our emotions our feelings how we feel right then so it, it's it's impossible to just say you know um I view this objectively because as humans we 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 carry around these lenses with us that are connected to everything we've experienced before and um, even the experiences of people around us, even if it's not our own experience, things that we have seen, things that we have heard. And it's really important to be able to acknowledge that also because, um, you know, like you, you need to know how you are viewing things and, and what that comes from, um, especially if you want to change um, your your view or um, if you want to just understand your view, like you need to know, um, where that comes from. I am, I'm not sure if that makes sense, but, um, that's one thing that one other thing that I've learned about, about being self-aware is you can't just, um, blame it on somebody else or, um, you know, just be frustrated at yourself that you can't, um, understand why you think a certain way for help and that wasn't really something positive in in my mind um but anyway that that might have been a little bit of a rabbit trail there but once again self-awareness so realizing you know the connection there and kind of being more open to being like oh well you know maybe I'm not against all incense or you know that idea of meditation doesn't have to be religious it can be a spiritual practice or it can just be, you know, a psychological, pro like, um, can you say psychological process? Anyway, I, I think you guys get what I mean. Um, but so being able to do that has really helped me. Um, this idea of being grounded, of being able to know um, how you feel and why you react to certain people in certain situations in different ways. Um, 
it's all so important um, and it's so connected to being self-aware um, is being able to identify where your feelings come from. I a lot of times have learned to suppress those emotions and I think for a long time I thought that emotions and feelings were negative or positive themselves like that's a bad feeling or that's a bad you know that's a good feeling or that's a bad emotion that's a good emotion and um recently over the past year or two I really realized that emotions aren't um, negative or positive in of themselves it's really what you connect them to so really our emotions and feelings are neutral um, and you should be allowed to feel those um, feelings and, and those emotions and that's really freeing to be able to realize that because that also means that you know um you're able to be there for yourself and you're be able you're able to listen and you're able to experience human emotions which we're we're supposed to do you know like if we don't have those feelings if we don't have emotions um then we're almost just like robots and um I think some people might be thinking, oh, well, then that's too extreme. Like, you can't allow yourself to feel all of your emotions, you know, and, and whatever. Um, but I'm not saying that I, I'm talking about the first step and being able to acknowledge your emotions and feelings and not what you do with them, because that's that's a whole different um, topic. But I think it's very important to be able to um, be honest with yourself and experience those emotions and then I really think the second step is to realize where those are coming from um and the the connection that they have to your family or your friends or your background or your experiences you know your lifestyle um because we really when we view a situation when we view something it's always through the lens of past experience and um our emotions our feelings how we feel right then so it, it's it's impossible to just say you know um I view this objectively because as humans we 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 carry around these lenses with us that are connected to everything we've experienced before and um, even the experiences of people around us, even if it's not our own experience, things that we have seen, things that we have heard. And it's really important to be able to acknowledge that also because, um, you know, like you, you need to know how you are viewing things and, and what that comes from, um, especially if you want to change um, your your view or um, if you want to just understand your view, like you need to know, um, where that comes from. I am, I'm not sure if that makes sense, but, um, that's one thing that one other thing that I've learned about, about being self-aware is you can't just, um, blame it on somebody else or, um, you know, just be frustrated at yourself that you can't, um, 
understand why you think a certain way. Um, so all that said, I want to wind up this episode um, with, we will, we will talk more about that in the next episode, um, but I wanted to share um, a page from this book, um, Clarity and Connection by Young Pueblo, which I'm sure you guys have heard me talk a lot about and really helped me um, with my journey of self-awareness and self-love. So I'm going to um, read part of this page to you guys. Embracing ourselves as we are making moving forward into a better version of ourselves much easier. Sustainable personal growth requires balance. If we hate who we are, it will slow the work down. Aversion increases mental friction. While accepting where we are with radical honesty can be difficult, as it can be hard to admit our flaws, even to ourselves, it is the first important step to real change. If we can accept our imperfections and understand that our conditioning limits our perception of reality, this allows us to do to more easily begin the work of undoing the past that is embedded in the mind. There is a middle path where we can recognize the characteristics that we want to develop without adding the tension of aversion to our self-analysis. Embracing ourselves does not mean complacency. It is, it is the start of a journey into great mental clarity and love for ourselves and all people. One of the clearest signs of personal growth is greater self-love, self-awareness, and love for all people. Inner work is not meant to turn us into hermits or make us more self-centered. If we are only reserving our kindness for ourselves, then something is not right. If we are really trying to grow our inner peace and wisdom, then our capacity for empathy and compassion for others will also grow. And this is this is the great part. I think a lot of people think that self-work means selfishness. Like it, it they they just think it's the same thing, you know, becoming self-aware means becoming more self-absorbed. But that's not true, you know, with the mental clarity, with with realizing things about yourself, like you actually learn to be able to love others better. And that's one thing that I have really learned that has made me even more inspired to keep growing, to keep growing in my clarity and self-awareness is because um, I'm a two on the Enneagram. I am a Pisces, you know, so so a lot of the relationship, relationships are so important to me and, and loving people well is so important to me. And I have made the mistake before of, you know, doing things just for other people's approval. And, and I might always, you know, kind of struggle with that. Um, but realizing that like investing in myself just for investing in myself like being able to get to that point and be like okay this is okay this is not wrong it's like a huge step for me and then I realized that like wait a minute like even like I'm investing in myself I'm putting in all this work but like at the end of the day I'm gonna be able to love other people even more and like that's such an amazing award a reward <laughs> that kind of is like something I'm really looking forward to and something that I was just talking to to um, a really good friend about about how I was worried that 
the more I was on this journey of self-love and self-discovery that I wouldn't be able to love people like I did before. Um, I, I wasn't sure what I would find within. And then I realized that like, I have so much, so much capacity to love and it just keeps getting greater and greater the more that, um, the more that I know myself. So thank you guys for coming and, um, listening to the podcast again. And I hope to talk to you guys again, maybe before the new year, if not after the new year, um, happy holidays. And there's an airplane near my house. So (laughs) I hope you guys have a good week and remember that you are loved, you are deserving of love and, um, you're valuable. Bye-bye.